All right, folks, today is podcast day, and because I'm a newbie, <laughs> I might screw up every now and then, but the good thing is, is that my kids aren't bugging me right now, and I'm not sure why that is, but I'm going to take it. So earlier, I just did a podcast on the constructive notice and warning to all Washington State employers that was created by Lewis Ewing. In that document, which you might want to listen to the podcast because it breaks the document down and reads everything that's in it. In that document, there is a section where it talks about any employer who gives false legal advice is subject to being charged and prosecuted for unauthorized practice of law. There is also a statute, RCW 18-130-190. It is, uh, it is the statute that governs the definition of the practice of medicine. So RCW 1871-011, because this is what I'm focusing on today. The definition of practice of medicine. A person is practicing medicine if he or she does one or more of the following. 1871-011 number one, offers or undertakes to diagnose, cure, advise, or prescribe for any human disease, ailment, injury, infirmity, deformity, pain, or other condition, physical or mental, real or imaginary, by any means or instrumentality. Number two, administers or prescribes drugs or medicinal preparations to be used by any other person, Three, severs or penetrates the tissues of human beings. Four, uses on cards, books, papers, signs, and other written or printed means of giving information to the public in the conduct of any occupation or profession pertaining to the diagnosis or treatment of human disease or conditions, the designation doctor of medicine, physician, surgeon, MD, or any combination thereof, unless such designation additionally contains the description of another branch of the healing arts for which a person has a license, provided, however, that a person licensed under this chapter shall not engage in the practice of chiropractic as defined in a different RCW code. We're going to highlight number one. 1871-011. And I am coming after the governor for this. A person is practicing medicine if he or she does one or more of the following. Offers or undertakes to diagnose, cure, advise, or prescribe for any human disease. Now, because I am so damn petty... I actually went through the press conferences that Jay Inslee did in all of 2021, and I quoted each time he violated the practice of medicine without a license law. And I did this because a friend of mine named Julie, Julie, you know who you are, Bob and Julie, shout out, woo, woo, uh, Julie. Julie messaged me and said, what about Inslee practicing medicine? 
And I took it from there. I took it from there. And here's what I came up with in February 25th of 2021. He said, importantly, the ability of the vaccines to prevent transmission and more importantly, to prevent hospitalization and death. March 4th, effective at preventing hospitalization and death. We're save, we've saved 11,000 lives and killed 10,000 people. He didn't say that, but we know that he's killed 10,000 people. Dr. Shaw said, the state will not leave anyone behind. <laughs> this is why I love doing this. This is why I love doing this. What they say can and will be held against them, and I will be the first to hold it. So the governor actually said, we need to make decisions on what we know now, not what we knew then. So you believe yourself that I'm using that against him. Ooh, it's going to be good too. I'll tell you what I got planned at the end of the podcast. So on March 11th, he was saying, we encourage everyone to do this. This is a medical miracle. We have three extremely efficacious, efficacious vaccines. There is better news in how effective they are in saving lives, saving hospitalizations, and saving your loved ones. So I encourage everyone who's eligible to get a vaccine. Now I'm going to go jump over to the law. Offers or undertakes to diagnose, cure, advise, or prescribe for any human disease. So essentially, he's advising and prescribing the COVID-19 vaccine for the human disease COVID-19. That is what he is saying. I encourage everyone who's eligible to get a vaccine. That is medical advice, you B-word. How is Dr. Shaw and every other doctor on the state of state health board allowing him to do this on every single press conference throughout 2021 while they're sitting there skinning and grinning in his face, not saying a damn thing about it. So he continues on March 11, 2021. The vaccine is just one of our tools we're using. Another quote, there is emerging evidence that they prevent transmission as well. Bro, what emerging evidence was that in March of 2021? Because there was never a time it prevented transmission. Then he had the nerve that he was talking about that they all created that cultural expectation of getting vaccinated. Like that March 11th uh, press conference was very revealing. See, the problem is, is when they're off the cuff, they forget what their script is. So they forget that people like me are going to be petty Bettys and quote them, listen to every press conference and quote them violating the law. Now they're talking about, we all created that cultural expectation of vaccination among the culture. Like it's just acceptable to be vaccinated now. Yay. You did a good job promoting pharmaceutical company products. You should pat yourself on the back for that. I'll continue. Another March 11th, 2021 quote, in realizing that you still may have transmission to a person who is not vaccinated, 
there is still risk of that. We think the vaccines help with transmission, but there is still uncertainty with that. Okay, so literally, I just caught him saying two different things. There is emerging evidence that they prevent transmission as well. And then they could transmit to people who are not vaccinated. There's still a risk of that. We think the vaccines help in transmission, but there is still uncertainty with that. Those are quotes, my friends. That's what he said all in that same hour. Nobody knows this because nobody's as petty as me, apparently. I will I will revel in my pettiness. I am certainly okay with being the only petty individual at this point. <laughs> so let me continue because that was March 11th. March 18th, <laughs> he just makes it worse. He just violates the law even more. I encourage everyone who is eligible to get this vaccine. It works. It's safe. It's fairly convenient and it can save your life and your loved ones. Oh, busted. Misdemeanor there. I mean, you have no idea how many different misdemeanors we can catch this guy <laughs> doing each different day. So misdemeanor there. Uh, it's a community minded response as well. Yes. So what he's telling us is that they've socially conditioned us and vaccination is a community response, community minded response at this point. Quote, some people, you know, they want to see their performance of the vaccine. I think the confidence will build over time. Unquote. <laughs> I, I almost cannot take how completely naive he is. And I don't even know if it's naive. No, because he's working with the pharmaceutical companies directly. Um, if you guys don't know, his daughter-in-law uh, works at the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So he is directly related to these globalist progressive assholes. And everything he says is a direct reflection of pharmaceutical company um, advertising. So we need to keep this in mind. Uh, when we listen to him speak, everything he says is going to be something that is promoting pharmaceutical company products. Uh, he is not able to do that because he is not a doctor. And we know this because we've seen the codes, right? He cannot prescribe or advise for a human condition. He just can't do that. So we will continue on because he still has some great um, pieces, <laughs> some great quotes here. So on April 8th, he says, we know this is a safe and effective vaccine. <laughs> hey, pray tell, pray tell. How do you know it's a safe and effective vaccine? Because Pfizer won't let you access their safety data and you haven't requested it. So you have no freaking idea whether it's safe and effective or not. Jay Inslee. Okay, but here's the real kicker. So, <laughs> I, I mean, this is like one of the most epic quotes that he could catch a misdemeanor on. 
If you ever loved your father, mother, grandfather, grandmother, uncle, aunt, neighbor, here's a really good time to show that love and talk to them about the safety of this vaccine. Oh my God. Okay, first of all, you don't even know the safety of the vaccine. You ain't supposed to be talking about it because you ain't a doctor and you damn sure ain't supposed to be promoting people act like doctors and talk to their family like doctors prescribing the safety of the vaccine. Like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? Like, he is so freaking, like, he is so obvious. And they just, I don't think they expected us to be this petty. But I am. So surprise. Joke's on you, Insley. Okay, here we go. Uh, so he's talking about rolling back. So he says, if we're going to take, if we're going to go back or going forward in the phases, uh, because this one, when they were locking us down, which is an issue in and of itself, if we're going to go back to phase three, it would help to get vaccinated or if we're going to go. Yeah. So he's talking about back to phase three, but it's really up to phase three. Talk to your seniors to get vaccinated and wear a mask and don't go to karaoke parties. First of all, a vaccine is a goddamn medical product. A mask is a medical device. The FDA has put out there that is a medical device. Thus, the only people who can prescribe medical devices are doctors. So excuse me, but that's a big ass misdemeanor right there. If we're going to take back to phase three, it would help to get vaccinated. Talk to your seniors to get vaccinated. He's promoting you be an un a, a person who's pra practicing unauthorized medicine because he wants you to tell the seniors to get vaccinated and to wear a mask, which means you're going to be telling seniors without a medical license to use a medical product and use a medical <laughs> device. Well, that's great advice, Inslee. <laughs> I almost can't because honestly, it just gets worse. Like it just gets worse. I promise you. I have pages and pages and pages of quotes and it just gets worse. For instance, May 13th. We know that we have a long way to get enough people vaccinated to save our state, but this is a huge step forward. We are moving to a strategy based on vaccination as opposed to restrictions of our personal behavior. Excuse me? We have a vac vaccine that's safe. It works. It's absolutely free. And we are now moving to full focus on that so we can save lives in our state. <laughs> I almost can't with as easy as they make this stuff. Did they not think we were going to be this smart? I swear they didn't think we were going to be this smart. I swear they didn't. So I'm just going to review the definition of practice of medicine again. A person's practicing medicine if he or she does one or more of the following. Offers to or undertakes to diagnose, cure, advise, or prescribe for any human disease. Him telling us to use the vaccine for COVID-19 is advising and prescribing. Him telling us to use masks to prevent the transmission of COVID-19 is advising or prescribing for a human disease. 
Him telling us to tell other people is him advocating the unlawful practice of medicine. <laughs> I don't even know if there's a crime. Like, I don't even know if there's a, a statute for recommending other people unlawfully practice medicine. Like, this is just disgusting. I almost cannot believe that we've allowed this. Which brings me to the reason I made this podcast. So what I plan on doing is I, so a couple months ago I had COVID and right before I got COVID on September 22nd, I had, uh, started typing up. It took me about a month, a month and a half. And I had started typing up a, a complaint to file an injunction against Jay Inslee, uh, to stop the mandate. And my premise was using the fact that he can suspend, waive, and prohibit already established statutes. He cannot prohibit, waive, and suspend statutes that are not in existence currently. So the legislature has created um, a little bit of space for the executive branch, the governor, to modify current statutes in order to address a state of emergency. I would like to remind everyone a state of emergency does not last 700 goddamn days, 700 plus. Okay. That's, that doesn't, that's not a state of emergency anymore. Uh, if you look up philosophies for a state of emergency, you'll see that during a state of emergency, um, government bodies themselves are not acting in their normal capacity. And I think that the fact that our government is trying to do trivial ass shit, like add, um, uh, like let's say, okay, so they're changing the criteria for car chases from probable cause to reasonable suspicion. And you're telling me that we're in a state of goddamn emergency and you're over here wasting your damn time trying to initiate more car chases legally. Like, what the fuck are you doing? What are these people doing? They're acting normal. They're acting like the only people in a state of emergency is the citizens. That's what they're acting like. So I found that document from WCRC.us uh, from Lewis Ewing that actually presented the entire section of my argument that I needed to establish the foundation that the governor nor the chief medical officer have the right to create new legislature. They can only modify current legislature by waiving, suspending, and prohibiting current legislature. So I think I'm going to go for this. I'm going to revise my document. Right now I was working on just a grievance for the um, Secretary of State because I can't just sit here and watch all these things happening uh, while, you know, not doing anything. And I have enough of an education to make a difference. So I'm going to use it. 
And I'm not going to sit on my ass anymore. I'm going to start making podcasts. I'm going to get out there. I'm going to tell you guys everything you need to know. I'm going to keep you guys up on what I'm doing. Uh, The more people that know what I'm doing, the more people can follow me and do the same. The attorneys have been told to stand down. The attorneys have been told to stand down according to what some of the community um, representatives are saying. So the attorneys are not going to help you. And if they are, it's because they're bucking the system and they're going to be afraid to, for, you know, to get in trouble. Basically, everyone's been told to stand down and not to go against Inslee. Inslee's an attorney. So the fact that he's outright doing things like this on top of the email he sent to Bob Ferguson telling them that they'll narrowly accept religious exemptions. I mean, this it's unacceptable. It is unacceptable, period. And I'm not going to deal with it. And I'm going to go for them. And I'm going to go for them by myself. I'm going to go for them pro se. I'm coming for them now. And I am going to keep everybody updated on these podcasts to what I'm doing. Because what y'all need to do is the same thing I do. So what I'm going to do is separate the different um, things that I can stop the mandate with. One, that he's practicing medicine, um, that he's violating his ability to modify statute that already exists. And if that doesn't work, I'm going to try something else. If that doesn't work, I'm just going to keep going. And so what I'm going to do is by me initiating it and maybe screwing up a few times, I'm going to show everybody else what they need to do. We have to do this pro se, people. You need to get out of your homes, get out of your heads, get out of social media, get out of Netflix and chill. We ain't got time to Netflix and chill. I'm not saying don't watch movies. I'm saying you need to educate yourself. You need to prepare. This needs to be done pro se. And it needs to be done now. I will start it. You guys follow. If you have questions, you email me, prosealday at gmail.com, P-R-O-S-E-A-L-L-D-A-Y at gmail.com. If you have questions or you need interpretations or you want to understand something, you can go to my Facebook group, Everything You've Never Been Told. There is stuff on there that will blow your mind for a year. I put everything I find on there. Nobody finds stuff that I find. Nobody. You got the QAnons finding crazy stuff, making stuff up. You got these other political groups making stuff up, finding dumb stuff. Nobody finds the stuff I find. And that's because nobody's invested $50,000 into legal research and education degrees. So when I tell you I find stuff, I find stuff. Last night, which I'm going to do another podcast on, I discovered the RCW codes for the pandemic influenza preparedness, which is chapter 70.26. It tells you that the government, the health department has to come up with a pandemic influenza preparedness plan. They've done that. And I will do another podcast to tell you what was in that because the great thing about this is pandemic influenza preparedness uh, 
is defined as, I'll pull it up for you here. Pandemic influenza is a global outbreak of disease that occurs when a new virus appears in the human population, causes serious illness, and then spreads easily from person to person. Yeah, pretty sure they forgot about this RCW code because I'm going to smash on their ass because of it. So this is the end of my podcast today. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, you know where to go if you need information. You know what to, who to email and who to ask. So until next time, my friends.